live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. I could seriously hear you yawning. You know that, right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so rude. I'm not um, hearing uh, anything. I don't hear. Joe, I know, but you yawn. Come on. Um, Hello to everybody listening and all of you in the chat room. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. Sometimes we do it live on Pride48.com. Sometimes we do it more than once. Yeah, sometimes. I missed it sometimes more than once. Sometimes more than once. There you go. Oh, so nice. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hey, Joe. Um, real quick, let's um, talk very quickly, if you don't mind, about, um, um, you know what? They're saying some of our, our, our um, let's try now. Um, some of our volumes were low, but um, we're, we're doing a live show on pride48.com. Every Wednesday, we're going to record our mini episode, uh, mini episode live. Joe and I will do all of our business, all of the things that we normally do in a mini episode, and then we will uh, turn off the recording, and then we will just talk uh, for the rest of the hour uh, with the people on pride48.com. We'll do a couple of news stories, some stuff that um, won't hit the normal show. So if you guys want to hear a live show in the future every Wednesday night, uh, it is at 8.30 p.m. Pacific on pride48.com. So how are you, Joe? Right after the incomparable Instant Gratification podcast. Yes, Instant Gratification just ended. Um, they're a great show. So if you actually show up at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, you can hear Instant Gratification. And then um, right after that, we'll take over the feed. And here we go. You know what? We didn't leave a voicemail for Blair. Should we leave it right now? Okay, go. All right. Beep. Hey, Blair. This hey, is Blair. This Mike. is Mike and Joe. Happy birthday, Blair. Yeah, happy birthday, Blair. <laughs> Boom. That was good. Why do I feel uh, every voicemail to Blair was like, hey, bitch, I would <laughs> fucking eat your pussy out and lick the inside of your cavernous woman parts and like just open those meat curtains and, <laughs> and just chew on them like gum. Like they were really gross. They made me gayer. All of the voicemails for Blair were like, <laughs> they, were, they were really bad like, I want to stick one finger in your asshole and one finger in your vagina and have them meet like you know Michelangelo and David inside of you no, it's, it's David and it's God and Adam I don't know why I said Michelangelo yeah, and David I don't either that makes we know no sense um, well happy birthday Blair and also um, we have a, some corrections and updates do you have anything to add from the last episode or anything to correct anything you said wrong why do you assume that? Why do you always assume that I said something wrong? Well, if you just go back and count all of the things that were said wrong, they just happen to all be yours. So that's kind mm, of no, weird. because I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm willing it, to admit it. 
So what did you say wrong last episode? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Somebody that I know whose name rhymes with Radam Rot called me today and he was like, did you listen to Mike's story about the um, smashing into that woman's car? And I was like, what? Remember when you hit that person's car and you said it was karma? Oh, uh uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, that's not karma. (laughs) Yeah, it was exactly. No, it is exactly. I'm just telling you what he told me. Let me, let me maybe clarify why. (laughs) So karma is she's a bad person. So bad things happen to her. Whereas if somebody who's a good person, bad things might happen, but they get taken care of better. So like if I were to hit somebody's car who I was afraid of and I knew to be a mean, vile person, I would not, you know, fess up to it. That's car. I think that's exactly what karma. You're is. not making a pun like karma or something like that. No. Oh, okay. Um, I had a a very interesting conversation last night about uh blackface and Halloween costumes with my boyfriend, who is, um, he kind of, he speaks the like ethnic studies sort of like. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, that's what my speaks- cousin. I have a cousin named Richard. Uh, he's a week younger than me, and he's gay. And he speaks the same language. Sure. So um, very, very similar. So I had that the blackface conversation with how, about him. And it was an interesting kind of perspective. I don't know. I don't know exactly um, how I feel. I, like I still have very weird. Like I'm, I, I know that it's wrong. Don't get me wrong. But um, I still am like just not clear why. Well, you know, know, when I, I was know. listening to the episode, actually, it's funny that you say that. Um, one of the things I was thinking about that I should have said is, once again, it's all about, you know, this is something I've learned from Richard, but race is about power. Sure. And so the fact, I mean, I understand where you're saying it's a gray area and that it's her intentions weren't clear. And I think, I do think that mostly what she did wrong was that she was just retarded. You yeah. know, she should know that she, as a person in the public eye, she shouldn't do that. But um, it's about the fact that she's a white woman. Yeah. And that no matter what her intentions were, the, she is in a position of power. So for her to um, put on blackface is basically like it would be as if like, you know, the, the in the whole like upstairs, downstairs type of British like Downton Abbey. If they were like if the people, the rich people were like, oh, look at me, I'm a stupid kitchen person, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of the conversation we had, too, about. A lot of times, like these, it's not like somebody's wearing makeup to make them look like a person. They're wearing makeup to make themselves look like a caricature of a person that kind of pokes fun at things about that race. That's so, true. And like my question is, um, is it possible? And the answer could very well be no. Is it possible for a white person to respectfully dress as a person of another race for Halloween? I don't know for Halloween, but, you know, someone brought up Robert Downey Jr. does blackface in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, but the 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 joke of that or the story of that is that... He's being he, offensive. It is offensive, yeah. So it's not like, well, he wasn't offensive when he did that. Like, the joke is it's offensive. Yeah. It's, so Nobody's taking it seriously. I mean, no, because someone pointed out, actually someone pointed out about the Julianne Huff to answer your question, that she could have easily done her hair in the pigtails or whatever she does, right, in the cornrows, and worn that jumpsuit, and people would have known who she was. Like, yeah. she didn't need to put on the makeup. They would have sure. understood who she was. Another thing I wanted to point out was, I saw this on Gawker, and this has to do with women in particular. 
Because I guess someone on this on something have you ever heard of this website called Thought Catalog? No. I guess it's some sort of like Tumblr blog thing. But uh, she put something like, I know it's offensive, but I don't really get why it's that offensive. Nobody but kind of being like dumb white girl about it. Mm-hmm. And somebody pointed out it's sort of the way, you know, women, and there's nothing wrong with it, but they're very sensitive about making fun of rape, you know, and rape culture. It's sort of the same thing. You may have a good intention when you're making fun of it, um, but not actually good, you have good intentions when you're making fun of rape, but you may not have malicious intentions when you're making fun of rape, but it's just a very sensitive topic to a lot of people. And so maybe you should stay away from that topic. Right, right, right. Yeah. I don't know. It was an interesting uh, little conversation, a little pillow talk last night. (laughs) How about shout outs? Is that what we do next? We do shout outs now. Yeah. Okay. Um... Play the shout outs jingle. Shout outs. Um, hey, uh, we got a couple of tweets. Is that where we start? Yeah. Tweets. Tweets. Um, my buddy, Cheap Blue Guitar, Brian Gregory, tweeted at us. So did Lala Zigfried, RC Martinez, who's in the chat room right now, and then Cronehaven. Those are all of our tweets this week. We have one review. And Mike, remember, when we have one review, I read it. Now, this one, I actually have to go into character as me. Because it's partially written as me. So first I'll give you the title of the review by SFP, five stars. Okay. Wow! I went there, Mike. Okay, now here's the review. Mike, are you ready for me to give you this review? I am now going to type this review. And my review of Catching Up with Catching Up is... And then he says, I love this new podcast with Joe and Mike. They've been friends for over a decade, and they let us share in their catching up conversations. Joe is hilarious and irreverent. I'm sorry. Joe is hilarious and irreverent. And then he says stuff about you. Their energy and dynamic will leave you. (laughs) Okay, he says... He says, "Well, Mike is clever and thoughtful. Their energy." If this wasn't live, if this wasn't live, I would be like, "Joe, can I just call you back in an hour and we could start over?" <laughs> their energy <laughs> and dynamic will leave you wanting more, and I think their mini episodes are actually a really great idea. Let's keep. Let's hope they keep up catching up for years to come. We'll see. <laughs> SF Pete, though, so San Francisco Pete. Uh-huh. I have a, a interesting story about someone named Peter up in San Francisco. Who there's a story um, a long time ago. I don't know that this is him, but I mean, all my social media stuff's connected, so it's not impossible that he found the show. Uh, I told a story a long time ago on this other show that I did. Um, what show? What's What Some Will Call Lies. You have uh, another show? What Some Will Call Lies.com. Um, but the story basically is in high school, this kid gave me a hand job, <gasps> um, and his name's Peter. And. Um, Peter now lives in San Francisco, right? And, um, Peter is, I mean, he's gay, obviously. And the other day when we were in Vegas, uh, somebody was looking through some, Scott the Seder does this thing where he posts pictures of guys he finds on Instagram uh-huh. to his blog. To He has like a Tumblr blog of cute guys from Instagram. Sure. Somebody's scrolling through it. Joey. Peter is on Scott's uh, uh, Tumblr from um, Grinder Guys. Grinder Guys. 
So if if SF Peter, if you're listening and you gave me a hand job in high school, <laughs> we should talk. Um, okay, so now that we've done shoutouts, what do we do next? Now it's time for my favorite part of the show, Catching Up with Catching Up. Hey everybody, Catching Up with Catching Up is a really fun contest Joe and I do. Each week we take the names of everyone who's ever written an iTunes review and we put them in a bag. Joe will shake the bag, pull one of the names from the bag. All you have to do is within the within the week, um, contact us. You can tweet at us, email us, call us, whatever. And we will figure out a time to uh, catch up with you off the air. All right, I've shaken the bag. Now, Mike, I am very excited about this week's drawing. Here's why. I actually took the time to go back and redo all of the ballots, okay, of people who have not won, who people who have left a review but not won Catching Up with Catching Up. And this time they have the correct number next to them of the order that they left reviews. Okay. So this will be correct. It's, so basically we're starting all over again. Uniform pieces of paper, the little pieces of cardboard, the index cards. My fingers are rifling through the names. Mike, I've selected... Ooh, it's a stuck gun. I've selected, I've selected a name. Mike, it is the 28th person Ooh. to leave a review. Okay. Mike, are you ready for me to read the name of the person who will be catching up with catching up? Next week with Mike and Joe. Yep. Mike, I have looked at the name. Are you ready for me to tell you the name of the person who will be catching up with catching up next week with Mike and Joe? Yep. Mike, the name of the person who will be catching up with catching up next week with Mike and Joe is... Blind Guy J. Yay! Cool. Blind Guy J, um, tweet at us, call us, email us, do anything. Um, text me even. I know you know my number. Um, that would be fun. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, he's really nice too. So um, He is very did, nice. Did you get the chance to talk to him in Vegas? I don't remember because you left super early. Mike, yes, of course I talked to Blind Guy J in Vegas. Okay, good. Um... What's next? Oh, we're supposed to talk about Brian Gregory. Yeah, Brian, Brian Gregory won last week. We didn't have the chance to catch up with him yet, though. He was in Chicago, um, so we will catch up with him in the next couple of days and maybe talk about two catching up winners uh, next week. So, um, by the way, Joe, I'm wearing. Do you know what Birchbox is? I think you told I, me this before. They send you clothes pay, or something like that. No, they don't send me clothes or something like that. They, I pay twenty bucks a month, and they send me like products samples uh, of different products so i have cologne on right now that um came in my birch box today i just wanted to smell it and then um like i keep getting whiffs of it and i feel like somebody is like near me that's not me because it doesn't smell like me you know cut to you have a gay ghost next to you <laughs> he's like oh he likes my cologne <laughs> um okay mike I believe that's all we have for this week's mini episode. Um, do you want to? 
Well, what what do you have? Uh, do you have any stories that you oh, know? That's right. Wait, are going to be good next uh, next wait, full wait. episode? Chat room, don't listen, Mike. I thought we were going to talk about this after the mini episode. No, I thought we were going to say it right now. So I have a story um, that I am still convincing the subject of the story to allow me to tell on the podcast. When Rod Kyle's not going to say yes, it's not Rod Kyle. When it happened. <laughs> Uh, the subject of the story was like, do not say anything about this on your podcast. So, we'll see. Who else in your life knows about the podcast except for, for Rod Kyle? Uh, what, do you have any stories you want to tease? Um, I, you know, I go to a men's group, group therapy for gay men. Yeah, not enough, though. And I, <laughs> I went for the first time in a very long time on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I was actually my big fear was that it was going to be canceled. But when I went there, one of the guys that I know from the group was in costume, and he said, "Um, it, it's a costume party and a potluck." And I of course didn't know. And then he said, "And the Tuesday people are coming," and I was like, "Tuesday people." So the the cliffhanger is when I saw who the Tuesday people were, I was like, "What?" <laughs> Cool. So um, we got a couple of outtakes. If you are listening to this live, we will be in the chat room in just a minute uh, to finish out the hour. Nice catching up with you, Joe. Go to hell, Mike. Have you ever heard of Joey Graceffa? Um, Is he the little flamboyant kid? He's a YouTube star. He's get- I think every YouTube star is a cute gay guy. Is basically. he a ch- like young? Yeah. Okay. Every YouTube star is a young like because I heard that Fred came out of the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is, then, is he the is he the kid that he's like okay attention all you basic bitches? No, that's 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 Lohanthony. Oh, Lohanthony, yeah. Okay, Joey Graceff is a different gay one. Right? Okay, and there's another one too, um, Sawyer Hartman or something like that. Okay. Anyway, Joey Graceff is this little gay YouTube boy. Okay, and he made this video for his you know million plus followers. Where he bitching about how, like, he was parked in L.A. And he was, his car was, like, you know, four inches over someone's driveway. And they had him towed. And fuck this guy. And, like, talking shit on this guy who had him towed. And and whatnot, right? Well, the guy who's had his car towed heard about this. Uh-huh. And he made his own video that went viral. Where he's like, um, I took pictures. Joey Graceffa's car is literally blocking the entire driveway, <laughs> right? And he full-on calls out Joey Graceffa on this YouTube video. Meanwhile, uh-huh. Joey Graceffa has not come back with any sort of apology or, or like, at least even a retort. Nothing. He's ignored it. But, like, like he's going point by point from Joey Graceffa's video about how that's all a lie. Like, everything is a lie in that video. Mm-hmm. And... It rem- so I was talking about this with Jacob Bixenman because I'm just so fucking sick of these, like, and by the way, look, I realize I'm just as much of a part of this. So I'm not even, like, being holier than thou. But where you're like, oh, look, cute gay boy doing something, right? And I'm going to pay attention to him. But, like, this worship of, like, the young, cute, obnoxious gay boy. This, I just fucking want to punch him in the face and fist them. 
punch him in the face first and not not even unclench my fist and then fist them. <laughs> punch him in the face and the prostate. Yeah, but everyone should check out this video. Uh, really? You can find it on YouTube. The retort, yeah. not the actual video. Well, yeah, and well, yeah, in the retort, he puts clips of Joey's video where okay. he talks shit on him. But uh, yeah, it's brilliant. And uh, but yeah, what are your thoughts on these like little gay? Because in, in the video, the the guy who's retorting, I don't know his name. He said that Joey, because Joey says like I had personal tax information on the seat or something like that, right? Or yeah. he says something like that, and the guy goes, "Yeah, I saw it." Joey Graceffa last year made over two hundred thousand dollars from YouTube. Really? Yes. Whoa. Those kids make bank. That um, Lohanthony must make so much money. I don't know if he does. Yeah, because YouTube, once you get over it, Lohanthony has like a ton of followers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that the problem lies in these people because you and I both were annoying teenagers too. We just didn't have the YouTube channel to like broadcast it to the world and people didn't follow us. I don't think I was ever this annoying. Yeah, I don't know if I was this annoying, but I was certainly annoying. Meanwhile, by the way, last week Mercedes sent me a video of me doing a magic show for her little sister when I was 16. Uh-huh. I was pretty fucking annoying, man. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Sit down. No, I was like dancing like a fool. I could have been one of these YouTube stars and rich. I want to see the video. Is I'll it, send it to is you. Is it on the computer? Like, is it digital? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Send it. Can we put it like on YouTube and put it on our Facebook? Or you're too embarrassed? I'm not embarrassed by it at all. Here's why I wouldn't. This is actually really, this is another good topic of conversation. Oh, my God. We're having a lot of good transitions. Want to know the real reason why I wouldn't put it on? And why? this is bizarre. Because I'm super thin in the video. Okay. Right? And so m- m- this is why I never do throwback Thursdays or anything like that. Ugh. I always feel like when people participate in Throwback Thursdays and put – or anything like – not even when they do it on not Throwback Thursday. It doesn't have to be the day. But when people put like young pictures of themselves up on Facebook or like make it their profile picture, I always feel it's like people saying like, look, I used to be cute. Here's proof. You know, there was a time when I was cute. Look. Well, I think you're projecting your own issues on other people because I, – I mean I've posted pictures – from years ago, and I, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, but I've never gotten that sense from you. I, it, not everybody who does it, but there are certain people who I know, and they don't listen to the show, so I'm not worried. There's, there's one person in particular who doesn't listen to the show. It's a guy actually – I shouldn't say who he is, but it's it's not connected to any world that I have at all, right? Yeah. Who puts pictures – he's an older man, and he puts pictures of himself up constantly of when he was young and th- he's bald now and like super fat and gross. And he's constantly putting pictures of himself when he was like young and thin and ostensibly better looking, you know. And so I always feel path- I always feel like it seems pathetic. Well, I don't think it's pathetic to – especially when you're like a child, like, yeah. it's not like you're trying to trick anyone into thinking that that's what you look like today. No, I don't think he's tricking people. You you can't. The guy is, like, from the 70s and he's in early 20s. Yeah. But it's constantly like, oh, here's a, here's a picture of me when I played, like, uh, Jesus in Godspell. And he's, like, shirtless, you know, <laughs> and thin and young. I'm like, uh, okay, we get it. You used to be cute or something like that, right? Yeah. And so I feel like if I put that up, it's kind of like you with your pictures. You know how, like, you won't smile in pictures or do a normal picture? Right. 
Because why? Explain it. Well, I don't want... I make silly faces that look like very intentional so that people just think that my face looks stupid because I meant it to look stupid. <laughs> exactly. So I don't want to put pictures up that people go like, oh, there's Joe, okay, trying to pretend like he's thin or... I, I think know. you did have a picture up for a while uh, when you were younger in like a tuxedo and you were like five, weren't you? <laughs> Wait, what? Didn't you have a picture of you in a tuxedo at like age five for a while as your like profile picture? No, I don't even think there's a picture of me at five in a tuxedo. Oh, I thought you did. No, oh, I, I did have a picture of me in a devil costume when I was like five. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it wasn't a profile picture. I remember that. Weren't you, like, standing with your cousin? Oh, it's not a tuxedo. It's a suit. Yeah, I was such a cute little kid. But, um, <laughs> just... hey, guys, I used to be cute, okay? Look, I used to be cute. <laughs> so I have this friend, Jennifer, who I love. Uh, she actually hired me to work at uh, one of our jobs in Phoenix. That's how we met. And she moved to San Francisco about a year before me. And it's so San Francisco. She lives in the marina and she like refuses to leave the marina. And it's a very San Francisco thing. People live in like a four block by four block radius and they do everything in that little radius. And they like won't drive or take public transit to see you outside of their bubble. LA so, people are like that too. It's horrible. I hate it. LA though, like I feel like people will drive further than here. Like – the city is like a seven foot square. Like it's not a huge place, but yeah. pe people won't go corner to corner. They're like, that's like oh, a really? big excursion. But I feel like LA people are a little more inclined to like take a 20 minute drive if they have to, to get somewhere. Uh, but anyway, so she invited me actually to go to Tahoe. Uh, her family has a, a cabin up in Tahoe a couple weekends ago. And I said that I would. And then as work started getting busy, um, I decided not to go. Um, but also the details started piling in and it was like, um, yeah, we're going to Tahoe. And then it was like, well, it's just going to be me and you and my friend who you've never met, who just got a divorce. And she's like uh, really broken up about the divorce. So don't worry. She'll have plenty to talk about. I'm like, uh, that's my fear, right? <laughs> I don't want her to talk about the divorce. So then that happened. And then, um, she the the dates changed a little bit so she was like can you take off work on friday because it's oh really God. hard to get off and i'm like no a busy season right now i cannot take off friday and then she was like okay we're gonna go thursday and then you can drive separate all the way to Tahoe oh. on friday so all of this combined i'm like mm, i'm just not gonna be able to make it i have a plus i had a lot to do that weekend for work and she's like you can bring a laptop we have wi-fi and i'm like no She's a she's a little bit on the needy side, so I feel like, um, just like the, spending the whole weekend would have been fun, but then like adding all these other details made it worse. But then when we get back, um, she like g chats me, uh, very frequently when she's at work and I'm at work, and she's like, g chatting me and then making me feel very guilty about not going. And she's like, will I ever get to see you? Or, um, she made some comment about like, are we still friends or something? Ew. And it's kind of done in jest, but it's also like put out there in a way that I can't like I have to respond. I have to say something. So it's just like exhausting a little bit. But then something happened where I text messaged a friend of a mutual friend we have in Phoenix something. 
And she then the next day on Gchat said to me, oh, so you have time to text Tyler, but you don't have time to come hang out with me. It's like, just like bitchy Um, comments. A text message takes under four seconds. I know. I know. But like, just like stuff like that, where I have to like defend myself. Like, yes, we're still friends. I swear we're still friends. Here's proof and stuff like that. But then here's the best part. So last Sunday, um, I convinced her to get out of her bubble. She was going to come over here to the East Bay. Um, she's never seen my house, so we were, I was going to show her the house. We were going to hang out, and then there's an Ethiopian restaurant right by my place, so we were going to go eat at the Ethiopian restaurant. Um, I text her Sunday morning to ask what time she's coming, and she never texts me back. And Well, because in her head, she's paying you back. Ended up just never calling me or anything. Yeah. What the she's fuck? One, I, I know people like that, yeah. It, it's just really weird situation, but like... I think, like, we're still friends. It's nothing weird, but it's just, like, complicated. Well, you know, supposed fan of the show, Jacob Bixenman, is like that. Oh, really? Oh, my God. He's horrible. In what, fact, what do you mean he's like that? Like, what's the word? What's the characteristic you're saying like that? Like, vengeful? Oh, oh no, no, no. Like, you text him, he doesn't text back. Oh. Well, that's, like, it's different because... I mean, not texting back is one thing, but, like, to beg to hang out and act about... act. Um, or explain how like heartbroken and upset you are that we didn't hang out, and then to just not text back. No, that's what he does. That's so weird. There was one time where, this is last week, this happened last week, he texted me and he was like, oh my god, we need to hang out, oh my god, I need to talk to you, let's have coffee, let's go do this. And I was like, okay, and I go, let's set it up, and I go, let's do it tomorrow. He goes like, Oh, I'm going tonight to see my boyfriend perform in Newport. Well, he, my boyfriend performs tomorrow, but I'm going to go tonight so I beat traffic. And uh, so I'm not going to be around tomorrow, but let's do it some other time, right? He's like, he's going to go to Newport Beach that night, he said. Yeah. The next day, he sends one of his dumb tweets out, and it's geotagged West Hollywood <laughs> like in the middle of the day. And I was like, oh, God, fuck this guy, man. The technology and social media and stuff is like ruining the ability to be sly sometimes. No, yeah, you gotta be, you have to be on it. Um, in Phoenix, once there was a a situation where I was like, ugh, it's complicated a little bit, but the short version, I was, um, I had broken up with somebody who I lived with, and we had broken up. I was, I moved out and everything, and then I started dating somebody, but then while I was dating the guy. I ended up house-sitting for my ex-boyfriend because I know the dogs, I know the house, everything. He was going out of town. And you drew him a picture? No. <laughs> Wrong story, but... <laughs> I just want to be part of that. It was a game night guy thing. <laughs> yeah, so um, I went and I was house-sitting and checked in on Foursquare into Mike and Dan's house. And then the guy that I was dating was like, furious that i was like hiding secrets that i was still with my ex and blah 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 i was like oh i just checked in foursquare was he so angry that he drew a pistol no you're the wrong person (laughs) and i didn't realize you're such a phoenix slut and all these boyfriends basically yes Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. 
Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash CU Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at CU Podcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um